Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Damn these Biloxi blues. It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine I have not Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway Does not know my name And I don't care No I Headed my way For another place And I got Three good tires and a spare Right to the daggum hook right here Just a white line gypsy Getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to get there Low Budget Live, not so live, you bunch of low life and son of a guns. This is the podcast for March the 21st, 2022. We almost just clicking away another month. We headed there. We headed into April. Guns blazing. Hopefully we get over all these blackberry winters, molasses winters, um, cherry winters, strawberry winters. I got all these winters in Tennessee. And it really is just winter. Spring don't ever get here to like May anymore. It's snow in April. They do all kind of stuff. I've turkey hunted in the snow in Tennessee, but we got a little little glimpse of warm weather, and then boom, cold again, and snow again, and then, I don't know, man. Tennessee weather drives me crazy, but fish are biting. Life is good. Hope all you low-lifers are doing well out there. If you're just joining this show for the first time, you're like, this guy, this guy, is insulting me by calling me a lowlifer. No, it's a term of endearment. That's what the listeners of this program refer to themselves as. So welcome, lowlifers old and new, to the program. 
recording this a few days early from uh old march 21st just just being honest with y'all y'all know how i do i got a, i got a lot going on all the time but recording early and uh grateful for the guests we're gonna get to talk to today but the reason I'm recording this early is because me and the boys are loading up that express and we are going to Gross Savant for the weekend and might not even be back till maybe Monday morning. We're going to be doing some Louisiana cat and around fishing down there. We're going to go to Gross Savant. We may be stopping at another lake. Not sure yet. Follow along on Instagram. I'm sure there'll be plenty of uh, plenty of posts about what's going on. But record this early. Make sure we got a podcast knocked out for all you low lifers. And this is a guy uh, we're going to talk to today that I'm really looking forward to having on, and uh, for many reasons, many reasons. Uh, but gotta say a few thank yous right out of the gate. First of all, uh, we are. At the time you guys are listening to this, we're out of hats. We are out of low-budget live and traveling circus hats, and I thank each and every one of you. They went very fast, the, the ones I had left. I got a little makeshift website built this week, and then boom, they're gone. Just like that. So y'all should have seen me. I was taking boxes into the post office. They rolled me out a cart, man. I felt I felt uh, I felt big for uh, for a little bit. They were like, "What are What are you selling? What is this?" And I'm like, "Low life or apparel, lady. Get your life right. If you don't know what that is." And she didn't. She didn't care. But uh, but anyways, rolled up in the post office with a cart full of hat, hat boxes. So they're they're shipping, and uh, you should be getting those very soon. I appreciate the support. More hats uh, are being made right now. I've sent, I had the patches separate than the hats. They have to be put together. And uh, Sarah at New Threads up in Ohio, big thanks to them. They're putting the hats together for me. And uh, she has more patches on her way. And we sold every hat, every one that we had. So uh, thank you very much for that. Have to say a huge thank you to the sponsors as well. Folks like StarTron, supporting the show for going on five years now and kicking ethanol in the freaking teeth in your weed eater, in your chainsaw, but more importantly, in that outboard engine because nothing ruins a great day on the water. Like an outboard engine that won't run because of stupid ethanol, gas prices are through the roof. If I see another gas pump Instagram story post, I'm going to lose my mind. We get it. It's high, but you don't want to be buying that ethanol-free fuel. That's dumb. It's dumb. It's already too daggum expensive. Regular old gal, regular. So drop you some StarTron in your tank. Kick ethanol in the teeth. It'll gum up the works. Ethanol's bad. Corn's great. I love corn. I eat corn on the cob. I like cream corn. I like to put corn on the grill, but I don't like it in my gas. Kick it in the teeth with ethanol. Kicking in the damn man, I messed it up. Kicking in the teeth of Star Trek. That was almost my best promo ever. Shout out Corey at Starbright. He's gonna he's gonna grade that one. Get get the ethanol out of there. Baitworks.com. New to the show, but man, uh, so so awesome to partner with people. I made an Instagram story about that this week. I keep hearing about this fast service, fast shipping, great customer service from these folks, from all you low lifers. I'm seeing the orders. Y'all using code Duncan-10 at bait-works.com. A lot of dashes, but they got the stuff. They're getting it to you uh, in this world where it's so hard to find things. If they got it, they're shipping it to you the second you place that order. It feels like I made an order, uh, just got it in before I made went to Gros Savon. And like I said last week, and I said it on Instagram, if you don't want it, you better not hit order because <laughs> it's coming to your house. I said, if you're trying to hide stuff from your wife, like if you're trying to be like, 
you know, I don't know need her knowing that all these jackhammers are showing up again this week, which was what it was in my case, and a bunch of uh, Bradley Holm and flipping baits. Uh, don't hit order. Like, if you plan on it coming in when she's out of town or something, don't do it. So, baitworks.com, great tackle company. They've got everything you need there. If they ain't got it, they got it on the way, and they will get it to you. Baitworks.com, use that code Duncan-10 to show you are a low lifer, and I'm seeing it, and I appreciate each and every freaking one of you. And last but not least, hang this back. Let's, let's see. Let's get a good look at the banner. Ah, Express Boats. Hot Springs, Arkansas, building excitement since 1966, and now they the classic champion express boats. Jason Christie winning the classic first ever in aluminum boat. The original all-welded aluminum boat right there, express boats. Got the sea deck option for you that's amazing. Uh, plenty of tackle storage. Runs like a champ. Got plenty of gas for you. Hang that 250 Yamaha on the back of it, and it is a beast. If you haven't ridden in one, you need to. If you don't want to, shame on you. You should change your mind. Express Boats, we appreciate all the support for Low Budget Live and the Traveling Circus, and I am fitting to be standing on that sea deck, barefooted, yanking on some Louisiana bass with them Duncan boys in a few hours, to be honest, whenever whenever I get the heck out of here and get down to Gross Savant. So appreciate all the sponsors of the show. Um, working on a lot of things with some other companies. We we got a couple that's going to come back. One in particular that uh, um, we're going to make we're going to make uh, make happen here very soon. So appreciate each and every one of y'all supporting those people that support the show, man. I always say support the people that support the industry. All those people do. Uh, if you're going to Redcrest this week. Because that's coming up this week. See a lot of folks saying they're going. If you're going, StarTron's going to have a booth. Uh, Baitworks, a big tackle booth there. I don't know that Duncan 10 will work there. You're going to have Garmin there. TH Marine's going to be there. So many people going to be there um, that that I'm associated with. Unfortunately, I'm going to be practicing for the Bassmaster Open uh, as that event's going on over there at Cherokee. Going to go over there and try to find them winning smallies at Cherokee or Largemouth or whatever wants to bite my cricket. Uh, so I won't be at Redcrest. Won't be at Redcrest, but go go tell the uh, fine sponsors of this show that you listen to it if you happen to be at the Redcrest in Tulsa, Oklahoma. All right, that is this week. That's this week, and I talked about a, a couple episodes ago. Going to be interesting. Like I said, a lot of vendors going. They're pumping it. A lot of anglers. I mean, obviously, not going to be as big as a classic, man. Like, you just can't expect it to be a classic. But I'm anxious to see the turnout three days there uh, to see what happens there at the Red Crest. And how it's even set up, I think that's that's interesting because, uh, like I mentioned earlier, if you missed that episode, talking about not having a weigh-in, you know, not having – you know who wins before they get there. And I, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting scenario for a live fishing tournament and a, an event. And it is the first that they are trying in a, in a convention center type setup thing. And the first one they had was not that great. And then they've pushed it off, pushed it off, switched it around, and now they're going to have it. So Redcrest will be interesting, followed by the Bass Pro Shops Worldwide World Fishing Expo extravaganza thing. Um, let me text our guest real quick. So I, it's, it's like the next week. 
and I've seen a lot of guys promoting it. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird for me, I think, that Bass Pro Shops is, you know, they're running tournaments now. Obviously, they got the Johnny Moore Super Mega Cup, million dollars, and they're controlling all of it. Like, they are the cartel in the fishing world. They grow it. They make it, they smuggle it in, they sell it to you, they get you hooked on it, and then and then they got the rehab centers. <laughs> like, it's it's a trip, and I think that that's been the goal, I mean, obviously with purchases like buying Ranger and buying Triton and and, and a lot of the moves they've made, buying Cabela's, like, they, they own so much of the industry. Then they started having tournaments last year, and... I don't guess I've seen any announcement for this year's events. I'm not sure when those take place, but or if they're having it again. I'm sure they are. But then, but now they're having this worldwide expo, and it's weird. It's weird for me. It's weird that it is right on the heels of the Classic and Red Crest. It is, and it's competition. It is, it is competing with. The vendor's time, the fans' time. Uh, but the interesting thing about it is they're charging like 20 bucks or something per head to get in to this thing. Of course, for conservation. Uh, definitely just for conservation. But it's, it's I think it's a weird move. And I think it's very telling. And I said this whenever they came out with their tournament series, the Johnny Morris uh, Super worldwide sportsman Johnny Morris championship that I, I think that it's it's very telling the direction that company's headed. And I think, you know, this year we've already seen Bass Pro Shop. It's not the BassProShops.com Bassmaster opens anymore. They're gone where they had to always have a way in at a Bass Pro Shops. It's the St. Croix Bassmaster opens now. You see them stepping back in a lot of things. And I think that it's just because they just want to do their own thing, obviously. And I think that means more money in their pocket ultimately, which is always the goal. And they don't make bad business moves very often. That's why they buy, you know, they own 70% of the bass fishing world. I think crazy talk, in my opinion, I think not only this amateur thing that they've got going I would not surprise, be surprised if you saw Bass Pro Shops go further into the tournament world. Just my opinion. And, and by that being regional, being semi-professional, professional, I, I wouldn't, it would not surprise me. It would, or see them make a play to buy something at some point. There was rumblings of that a few years ago, but it would not surprise me for them to just double down on owning every single bit of it and you're going to buy their boat and you got to have their boat to fish their tournament so that makes you go out and buy because man you can't win a million dollars if you ain't in the tracker or if you ain't in the nitro the ranger or the triton so i i I think there's a real possibility of that man to to see that further evolve you're talking about a company that spends millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars with nascar i mean hell they sponsor dude perfect on youtube millions of dollars to those guys to wear a freaking mesh hat right so definitely deep deep pockets there and i think that uh i think it's an interesting play because they've always supported the industry 
tenfold, whether it's sponsoring anglers like the Van Dams of the world and the Rick Cluns. I don't think that's going to stop by any means. But, I mean, they gutted the Ranger Pro Staff. Gutted it. Very few guys. Gutted the Triton Pro Staff. Very few guys on the Triton Pro Staff nationally now. Gutted it. Uh, so it's very interesting moves going on there. And I, I honestly, I didn't bring it up when I was talking about the Red Crest Bass Pro Shops. I mean, excuse me, Red Crest Bassmaster Classic comparison a couple episodes ago because I didn't even know it was going on. And now my social media feed is just worldwide. Expo. Hang on. What am I doing? Expo. There we go. Johnny Morris. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Morris. He'll probably come out like wearing a black suit and sunglasses. Welcome to my expo. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go, but uh, some, probably, probably something like that. I can't believe I was doing freaking mouth sound effects. Who's got time for mouth sound effects now? I got, I'm, I'm tired, man. What can I say? But uh, I think it's interesting. I, I don't know. I have, uh, I've talked to a lot of people that are going to that as well. So busy month of March in the fishing industry, to say the least. It's like, if you still got some money left in your pocket between gas and buying tackle at the Classic and Red Crest, come on down to Johnny's house. <laughs> I mean, do they not look at a calendar? I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure it'll be packed out. Packed out. People, people love to go, uh, look at the fish in the aquarium and and buy fudge and walk around and and uh, there'll be a lot of pro i think all the pros are going and there's going to be boosts there and you know they hit up their vendors that sell to them for sure for boost space and things and it's interesting it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out man i don't know it's, it's just getting uh getting crowded getting crowded month of march just mark it off three out of four weeks a year now from now on just mark, mark it off <laughs> Oh, me. All right. I'm going to get into our guest right here. So, been knowing this guy a minute. Been knowing this guy a freaking minute. And uh, and I'll tell you how and how long in just a second because he is currently at Santee Cooper. The Elite Series has not started. And he is... Uh, he is killing it this year. He's a guy I talked about just a couple episodes ago. Just finished up in the top five of the Classic there, third place. He's in his fifth year on the Elite Series. The last time they were out there in South Carolina, he freaking won there on the, uh, you know, whatever rivers they fished, Bay, Winyah Bay, whatever it was. Uh, I can't remember. It's like the Cooper River and something. But he won out there. He's got five year, five wins in the FLW side of things. MLFLW won almost a million dollars there. He is a million-dollar champ in the sport of bass fishing. I think he's one of the most underrated, under-discussed guys in the sport. He's taking time out of his off day to talk to us. Ladies and freaking gentlemen, let's get him on the phone right now. Stetson. Blaylock. Hello. Man, it rang a couple times. I'm gonna be honest for all the low lifers out there, Stetson. I was like, he he may not pick up. <laughs> I was like, I just gave this big intro and I was like, dude, he's gonna send me to voicemail. <laughs> yeah. It's no, it's tempting no. probably, ain't it, buddy? <laughs> 
can be from time to time. <laughs> How much has that phone rang since the classic? Oh, uh, it's uh, more than it's not. Put it that way. <laughs> Steady. Steady. Yeah, it's been it's been steady. Do yes, you sir. do you get tired of people saying, oh, "Man, I hate it." <laughs> You're like, I, "Not you know, not as much as me." <laughs> I really didn't think I was going to get that as much as I have, you know, yeah. honestly, cuz and I think it's because I don't feel that way. Like yeah. like I know I know I want to win, but I no also doubt. know how the game goes and when it's your time, it's your time and you can't change it or mess it up. So, I'm I'm very, very good at, I feel like, looking past, you know, close calls like that just because there's there's one or two fish in every tournament that could have went the other way mm-hmm. and you're, you're way down the list. So I try not to look at how close I was as much as I can. Yeah, I, I get that. And I think you're, you're a guy, even though you're, you're young, I, I'm, you're younger than me, so I think I say you're young. And I'm not 40 yet, so I still think we're young, Stetson. Tell Lindsay I said that. We're still young, dang it. Yeah. Don't think we're old. Yeah, absolutely. Lindsay, we're young. Yeah. Uh, and sure, I did we meet are. you when we were when we were babies. I texted you that yesterday. We were both both young. But uh, but I think that man, you've got. I, I was looking at this. You fished 11 freaking Forestwood Cups. Like I don't think I realized how many big marquee championships and i knew you were you were an automatic lock when i was fishing the tour like you were just gonna make the championship i felt like every year and now it's the same with the classic it seems and you've had two top fives in the classic so and i said it two episodes ago your time is right there like you're it's coming but dude I don't think I realized that. Like you are a championship making son of a gun (laughs) is that i mean you're so consistent well, I, I, it's weird. It's very odd to talk about this in the sense of I don't like to complain and I don't like to be the guy that when you hear, you know, an interview just like this, I, I'm never going to be that guy that says, man, I got so many second places. I've been so yeah, close. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, I, I'm not going to be that guy. I refuse to be that guy. But but <laughs> I will say that that the consistency has been something that I've kind of hung my hat on, mm-hmm. not necessarily, you know, I always want to win every tournament, mm-hmm. but I don't have, I do not have that win or go home attitude. Mm-hmm. I've never had that. And there's times in these tournaments where, whether it be a, a Forcewood cup, a regular tour event an elite series event, or the Bassmaster Classic where I go, okay, I don't know if I'm on the the winning deal, so what can I do to represent, to Mm -hmm. be there at the end with a shot? And no matter what, you know, how how guys look at it, everybody's got their own opinions and the way they approach tournament fishing. But for me, I feel very comfortable with the fact that you're not going to win every time. And if you can just be there, just be consistent, just be in the top in, you know, I always say, make the money, you know, get to the money. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to the money, then you can change your approach a little bit and try to go further in the tournament. But you know, it, there's times and I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. The classic at Gunnersville and this last classic last week were two tournaments that I actually said, you know, if they bite for three days, I might can have a shot to win. Got a this chance. Thing. Yeah. 
and I don't, I'm never that way. I never feel that way, hardly ever. But those two tournaments are ones that, that I did feel that way. And, uh, you know, it just, when you're fishing good and you're confident and you're making decisions and they're making good decisions, you know, things like that can, can happen. For the folks at home, what, because you are not that guy, like you said, I think so many of us are not that, Hey, I think I'm on the wind and fish. We, we tend to be even negative, right? Like everybody kind of poor mouths coming out of practice, all this or that, because things do change. They change by the hour. But when you, sure. when you say that though, you say, man, I, at Gunnersville and at Hartwell, I felt like if they bit, I had an, what is that that you see? Is it a group of fish? Is it a solid pattern? What makes Stetson Blaylock think this week's going to be a little different in that situation? It's, it's, it's a pattern, no okay. doubt. And, okay. and the deal, and it always evolves and changes as you go. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm never the guy that's going into the tournament going, boy, I got this one figured out. Right. I feel like. And I'm, I know guys do that. But I also know those exact same guys finish third from the bottom. Yeah, a lot of times, yes. <laughs> You know, and on tournaments where they really feel like they're fixing to blast them. Yep. And I just approach it differently as to, to where I want to I want to have an idea, but I want to let it happen as the day goes. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened in the first two elite events of this season. And by golly, I'm not going to lie. I know we're at Santee Cooper, but I hope it does it again here because I have not had a good practice. And I, I feel like that – the, the approach that I've taken to those classics that I felt good in, it wasn't a, I've got three areas where I think I can catch them. It was a, this particular bait or this particular two or three baits in this particular, whatever, looking, looking water, this type of looking water or, or this, this bay, that bay and that bay look a lot alike. I got a couple bites in there. I really think if I can make these work, the potentials there to do well. Uh-huh. And I tell you though, what's very strange about that is I find myself every single, well, every, I say every, every single, those two classics, I have found myself with one day that was not bad, but not the winning day. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. You know, you hear guys say, well, you can't win it on the first day, but you yes. can lose it. But, you can also go out on day two and just throw up a mediocre, well, I survived. Yes. And then you lose by a pound and you go, holy crap, if I would have yes. did one thing different on day two, I win this tournament. Mm-hmm. And I, I look back at those and go, mm, you know, like I said, I'm not the guy that dwells on it, but I look back and go, man, I, I didn't not try, but I only needed one more thing to go right on whatever day, one, two, whatever it is you know, and, and would be standing there holding trophies. And, uh, that seems to be, that seems to be the, the, the path that I take quite often. Yeah, man. I think you, you come from that and I feel like fishing FLW, especially that Andy Morgan school, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you were toe to toe with him on the anger of the year in like 13. I think yep. that that consistent thing, I always looked at your career just with jealousy, honestly, just like, dude, you just fell out of the bed and you're like, 12 14 15 16 17 pounds like you're just that guy of course you had you've had wins you had wins in the elite and and the flw you got five wins over on the flw side of things and, and different various league uh you know 
they're sure. different deals. Yep. You won what at 16 years old, right? Co-anger side. Um, I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look, but I know I won a BFL super tournament, two day tournament as a boater at 17. Okay. Um, and then, and then had a couple wins on FLW, uh, and the series won a couple mm-hmm. series, FLW series events as a co-angler. And then two tour events, I think yep. as a, as a, maybe one, two, something like that. And then, and then went, went pro and won my third tournament. You yeah. know, and, and I, it's hard to, it's hard to sit there and go, well, dang, this is easy yeah. because it's not, you know, and I, I'm going to even throw names out there. There's a guy, there's guys like Jordan Lee. Yes. There's guys like, like, uh, Oh, who's another one. Oh, from Wheeler that I, I know those guys. I've fished around those guys with those guys in the boat with those guys. And they have something different than I have. And when you say, when you look at me and say, man, you just wake up and get out of bed with 12, 13, 14 pounds. I don't see that because yeah. I see what everybody else don't see, which is the struggle. Of, <laughs> You're like I'm praying for a bike. <laughs> yeah. I'm at San Diego in the middle of March and I've had, you know, a handful of bikes the whole time I've been here. And I'm like, okay, I just, I just proved to the world that I'm consistent at being one of the best in the biggest stage there is. But here I am again, scratching my head going, <laughs> do I even have a clue what I'm doing? <laughs> Why am and, I here? <laughs> yes. And I think that's, I think that's what's so cool about our sport. And, and that there's, there's some guys like in Van Dam was that guy, you know, a few years back For where sure. he just, every day you knew he was going to be in the top 10. And yep. before it was over, he was going to be standing there at least knocking on the door or standing there holding the trophy. And, you know, I think you have those stretches in your career where that just happens and you feel good about things that you're doing and, and you make good decisions. And people, people have asked me a lot more in the last two years, especially, you know, cause I, I had my first two years on the elites. If you go back and look, they were horrendous. I did not do well. And it's it's crazy because I just come off some of my best years on FLW tour yep. and some of my best years on the Bass Opens, like barely missing qualifying two or three years in a row, mm-hmm. and like just having really good tournaments and seasons, and then come over here and just just fall flat on my face for two years, and then finally pick things up and and got a win and some you know started piling on some top tens the last couple of years and. I really don't know what changed. I don't know, but, but people have asked me like, man, what, what in the world you're fishing as good as you ever have. And I look back and I'm like, no, I really ain't fishing that good. I I, I did that like 10 years ago when I was on FLW, mm-hmm. I thought, I think I was fishing the best I ever have because I think I was having practices where I did. I may not have known as much as I do now, as far as how to, how to catch fish, the, the techniques, just different things. But, I felt like I had better practices where I was more consistent going into an event saying, I think I can do okay, but that has not been the case the last few years, but I'm not going to complain because tournaments have seemed to work out and uh, it's not always going to work out. And and we all know that every angler that fishes for a bass in this country knows, and in this world, they know that there's days you're going to go out there and just go, what in the world <laughs> yeah, is happening? I'm lost. Like what, what? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. for sure. Uh, yes. especially and on a place like Santee Cooper, right? Like that's easy at, to do yes. there. So, so let's talk about this place. So, so 
You know, you, I, I think another question that everybody's and not a question, it's just a statement that I hear year after year is, man, South Carolina is good to you. That place is good. <laughs> and it, like, the Carolinas, I'm not yeah. going to lie. That, I mean, Norman, uh, yep. Hartwell, yep. uh, Winyaw Bay. Winyaw, yeah. There, there, there's just several places over here that I have done well. And, and, and then Murray. there's this lake called Santee Cooper. <laughs> and, and to be honest, I love it. I love the way it looks. I love the way it fishes. I love it, it kind of fishes like two or three lakes at home combined. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I understand it. But there's something here that does that has not up until this point clicked with me on tournament days. I don't know if it's you can't just take off and run across the lake and it gets in my head that uh-huh. if I'm going to go do this, I have to run all the way down here and then shoot across and then go up and then, zig. you know, that may be what it is. I don't know. I think you know me well enough to know that I like to be able to go from here to there, fish an hour or two, here to there, fish an hour or two. There, there's just there's different styles and approaches to this game that, that guys are good at. And for some reason, Santee Cooper does not like me. I don't know what it is. Well, well hopefully when everybody's listening to this on, on Monday, I, I told them I'm recording a little early. So I got to go out of town. Sure. Hopefully you, you've, hoisted a trophy and they're all calling you a liar right now <laughs> i hope so i hope they're like that stetson so blaylock is such a liar he was on 100 pounds and he didn't freaking tell luke uh he lied yeah. to luke uh yeah but exactly I, listen i got i gotta tell a quick story and it's one that i bring up around you all the time just because it's so funny to me now because you've just been so dang successful and you were successful back then but i think I ruined Santee Cooper for you because <laughs> I take might have started that. I think I take full credit for your hatred of that body of water because Stetson and I, I was fishing an Everstart way back when. I was like 19 or 20 years old. I draw this this kid that I remember reading about winning a BFL as a co-angler or something like the, the week before. And he his, I think it was your grandmother drove yep. you to Santee Cooper. You yep. got there and you had the the unfortunate uh luck of of drawing me. And it had been 80 degrees every day in practice. And then this massive cold front comes through, you know. And you remember that morning, it was rough. And and yes. that's something I, that when you're talking about, man, you got to go here to go there because of the boat lanes and all that, dude. Yep. That was one of the worst boat rides I've ever been on that morning. It was coming, yep. oh, they were coming over the front, splashing on us. We, we were crossing a lake there. Now I remember telling you, man, I got this pond that I found some on the bed. I'm going to go in there. And, and there were like 19 boats in there. Do you remember that? Yep, I do. I do. <laughs> I don't all the way back through this little ditch, and we open it up, and I'm like, oh, this is where everybody's at. Okay, good. I'm glad we just ran across six-footers for that. This is great. Yep. And then I weighed yep. one, and I, I can't remember if you caught one or not, but I just I just know that I did not. I remember zero in the second day of that event, and I just remember yep. uh, as I hear you talk about Santee Cooper not clicking with you, I take full credit. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah. hope you can turn it around. That's the only time I've ever been there. And I'll just be honest yeah. with you. I see pictures. I've seen the shows. I've watched the beatdowns yeah. that have taken. I hate that place. I hope I never yeah. have to go back there. <laughs> well, and, it's and intimidating, it's man. It's intimidating. It, it is. It is. And I've fished some of the biggest bodies of water in the country. And this place just has something different. It has yes. a different vibe to it that if you don't, if you don't just get it, then you can you can really drag up the rear on this yes. one. And, uh, you know, the only thing that I'm holding my head on right now and, and, and 
my confidence in is that it is mid-March. They, 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 it's springtime. They want to be where I like them. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of success in March and April. And that's, that's it. I mean, I, you know, people can, can call me a liar if they want to. This has been one of, <laughs> I hope one they of get the to, you hope practices. they get to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But this has been one of the toughest practices for me this time of year that I've had. I mean, I've had tougher practices, but not in that prime time of the year when things should be happening. And, and hopefully that it'll, it'll, you know, it'll turn into something over the next four days and we can, uh, we can make a good tournament out of it. Did, did you guys, I mean, I know you had terrible weather the first couple of days of practice. I've been keeping up and seeing the, seeing the post. Did that devastate the water temperature down there? I mean, did they have a big crash? Cause I know they had some pretty weather leading up to you guys getting there. Well, it's funny because this lake is not that far East. I mean, uh, North and South, from Arkansas mm-hmm. and Arkansas has been cold yes. and the trees aren't even trying to bud. Yes. You come over here and I'm looking right now, it's kind of rained a little bit today and there, there's a pollen puddles, mm-hmm. you know? So to me, the trees are start already got leaves on them. You know, everything's already, everything's already alive here. Mm-hmm. So I personally think that when you have 23, 30 degree nights, the fish that are there, go oh heck mm-hmm. i don't know what's happening but maybe i wasn't supposed to be here yet I, I don't know i'm just i just think that you know you, you hear people say well once they're committed they don't back off well i don't necessarily know if that's true and when especially when you're talking about a lake like this that has a mind of its own every time i've been here <laughs> so that, it's that, uh it, that's a fact man it really does and I, I think for people it's like telling you to go to okeechobee and fish grass or gunnersville yeah. hey man they catch them in the grass like there's so many yep. freaking trees and there's stumps and it is just uh it's a maze of just right. everything looks freaking good and Man, you you're right. Lakes like that, and, and I think Gunnersville's a prime example of this too. Like you said, you can drag up the rear end in those standings real fast if you're off an inch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're yep. very scary places. Very far. No. Yep. And if you're on it, you're dead on it. 25 freaking pounds. You look like a guru. Yep. But man, if you yep. miss it, you'll that's think, right. well, this lake don't have any bass in this lake suck. And I guess that's that's the way it is for a lot of bodies of water, but um, very, very interesting, man. Uh, fishery and I, everybody, like I said, when this comes out, they're gonna have seen how it played out. But hopefully, uh, hopefully, you can pull it out. So I want, I want yep. to ask you a couple really, really, just quick questions. Sponsor wise, mm-hmm. I see you, you, you make some changes. You are a, you're a business savvy dude. Um, but running a bass cat, and and yeah. and in the bass cat and there with academy and i i get you had been a nitro guy for a while i guess all that just kind of goes together right i was talking about this before i had you on and and i know that with them owning com- competitors that's got to be a tough situation i guess well and, and let me start by saying this this whole game evolves around decisions that we make yes. on the water and and off the water and there's i'll put it this way there's times where i've made decisions and i look back and say boy i don't know if i made the right decision Mm -hmm. there and and i I mean in this industry there's times where you're faced with i gotta do something and 
and I wasn't put in that position and I want to make that very clear. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I have been with Academy, I guess, three years now. Yeah. And, and I see a, a really bright future there and uh, I'm going to be with company. them for several more years to come. And they support the Bassmaster Classic. Uh-huh. They, they really do a lot for bass and for us anglers out here with their, you know, which their, is huge. Uh, part. Yes. It's huge. huge to be, to be part of the classic and all that. And for me, it, it's, it's one of those things where I can't, I'm not going to leave a company like that just because I feel like I need to. Yep. And, and for me, um, man, I got nothing but good things to say about the, the people at White River and, and Nitro yeah. and Bass Pro and all those, all those people. But for me, it was about comfort. Um, you know, Academy, Academy stayed with me. They, they made me a good offer moving forward for the next few years. And, uh, for me, I just wanted to align with a boat company that wasn't tied to a retailer. Yeah. So, big so deal. I wasn't necessarily, I was, it wasn't that I was necessarily forced to do it. And I'll, that, that needs to be very yes, clear. for sure. But, but I want to, I wanted to, uh, just be with a company that wasn't tied to a retailer. So, no matter what direction I go, if I do my job for Basscat, then then I'm gonna have a place there. And we, you know, everybody in this industry knows Mr. Rick and, yeah, and absolutely. What That's where I was going. You know, with what this. kind yeah. of guy he is, and uh, he was very, very, very. Uh, uh, what's the word? He he wanted me with him, and there wasn't a place for me, and that that's that's saying something when, when you can just tell that they really don't have room for another guy, but they make room for you. And you know, in your heart that that's that, that they're telling the truth, like guys, our team's full, but we really would like to have you kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I feel fortunate to, to have had the opportunities with all the companies that I've worked with, but just, just aligning with Academy sports and outdoors and Magellan, you know, their apparel line, and uh, of course, I've been you're with fishing, Realtree I was going to say you're fishing before. their rods too, right? Yes, H2O yeah. Express Very rods cool. and reels, and getting to kind of help design rods and and have a p- part in that. It's uh, it's pretty special, and not very many guys get the opportunity like this in their entire career. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it, it's been good. It's been fun. I, I'm very happy to have the partners that I have, and uh, and and see them stick with me, and and have those tough conversations, and and be able to to know that what they're telling you is the truth, and that you can count on it, and that you you get what you get, and here it is, and and you know that's what we need in this sport as anglers. You know yourself how hard a struggle that it can be oh, to yeah. do this, and to 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 maintain the the sponsorship help to continue to do it and even when you make money out here it costs so much and we all know what the gas prices are doing right <laughs> yes. now and things like that so it's very very important to have these partners that we can depend on that we know we can't you know you can't sit around on your hands all day you got to work for them but yes more so now uh, than it, ever before for sure too yes Yes. And there, you know, we, we, and this is a whole nother topic for a whole nother day, but there's, there's a lot of trails now, a yes, lot of, of right. good trails. And, and not, I'm not talking about just the three major trails. No. I'm talking about other trails yeah. and they're all, you know, you being tied to TNH, you all know that it's, it's not easy to pick and choose no. and know where to put your money. No. And I know, I, I mean, 
it's crazy to say this, but this is 14 years for me of, of fishing as a pro. And that's not counting my co-angler years. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been there. I've done it. I've seen it. Am I the best? Not a chance. I struggle in areas just like everybody else. But, you know, as long as we can keep those companies and keep them happy and do our job and uh, have a place to fish and you got to keep qualifying. I mean, everybody knows that staying on this elite series is not Whew. an easy task. Getting and harder all the time. There's been a lot of guys. Yeah. There's been a lot of great fishermen that, that you know whatever however you want to say it get booted out get mm -hmm. get kicked out whatever however you want to word that it just comes down to you have to catch them and catch them and catch them and if you ever slack up your day's coming they're gonna let you know gonna be there <laughs> they're gonna let yep. you know real fast i, I think that's that's, right. that's very uh i think people they don't realize that you know what i mean they don't realize how sure. how tough it is uh and if you stumble just a little bit and that goes for any trail but you stumble sure. just a little bit they're gonna step on your heads and now with the uh the qualifications that you guys are doing uh man it's uh, you know, they cut what twenty something guys last year just just out, and and hey, it's mm -hmm. really how it should be, right? I mean, it should be. You got to perform. Yeah, it's the top level I mean, of the sport. You, sure, yeah, and you don't you don't want to be looked at as the organization that you know. Well, they're not the best. I mean, we want to be the best. Right. And we want to fish against the best. And me personally. When I lose, I want to lose to the best. And when I win, I want to beat the best that's, that can, you know, that I can compete against. No and uh, the Elite Series is doing that once again. And in my opinion, this is probably one of the toughest years that I've ever fished. And uh, to be sitting in a good spot after the first couple of events yes, and a good, good event at the Classic, uh, I feel good about it. But, man, you know this as well as anybody. There's still a lot of fishing left right. and a long ways to go. No, no doubt about it, buddy. I, if anybody's going to run at that angler of the year this year, I feel like it's you, man. I got this feeling. I told him two episodes <laughs> ago, I said, I feel like not enough people are talking about Stetson. I'm telling you, well, I feel like they got they got to get they got to get on the Stetson uh, bandwagon, man. I, I've been uh, I've been proud to know you for many years. That's why I text you after the classic, man. I am I'm certainly proud to know you and your great family. Uh, there, I've got a lot of great memories from FLW running around and 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 seeing Kai man out there fishing for dinosaurs yep. in the tank. And uh, <laughs> I, can't, yep. I see yep. I see Lindsay's post all the time, and I'm like. We're getting old. <laughs> We're getting yep. so old, man. Yeah, he'll uh, be ten this year. Golly, dude! That and yeah. see, so so my rider is about to be twelve, and I just don't even make that connect. I just see Kai being this little little bitty fella running around, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. golly, yep. All right, I, yep. that's that's makes me feel even worse. So thanks, Stetson. Yeah, uh, yeah. Time, time's flying it by. Does, it does, buddy. It it does. But. Uh, Dude, I appreciate you taking time out of your day, the off day, to do this. And uh, it's always great catching up. And I wish Absolutely. you luck at Santee Cooper, buddy. Hopefully Monday everybody will call you a liar. I hope so, too. <laughs> and if, if, if that happens... I got to get back on here yes. and set the record straight. Yes, for sure. We'll, we we'll got, talk about yes. what actually took place and yes. how I ended up yes. getting from – point a to point b we'll have we'll have double stetsons back-to-back -back stetson <laughs> weeks i'm good with it <laughs> i'm good with absolutely it, buddy. all right buddy good luck to you and i appreciate you not a problem Thank thanks you. stetson all right stetson blaylock right there such a solid human being man great dude 
hard worker in this industry and certainly out there making waves uh and wanted to ask him that about the you know his sponsor stuff didn't want to put him in a in a weird spot at all there uh certainly wasn't trying to do that but 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 he was he was nitro for a long time and an academy rap nitro and you know you just for him that probably didn't make sense you know didn't align and uh i'm proud of companies like academy i see what they do for like jacob wheeler my buddy justin martin there uh stetson He's hooked up with Realtree as well, uh, doing things, doing big things, man. I, I'm really proud. And like I said, met him. <laughs> we spent a day in the boat together. It's been many moons ago, but uh, been knowing that kid a long time, and uh, I'm very proud to know him. So thanks to Stetson for coming on. Thanks to each and every one of you for watching this insanity uh, every week. I appreciate you. More hats coming soon. Boats and Pros had a Boats and Pros call today getting that back going and something new that we're working on me and old tanner lines got something uh for next year let's put it that way something i'm very excited about that i will talk about uh hopefully sooner than later all right you know take you out with a little bit of biloxi blues like always make sure that you hug your mama and i will see y'all next week Jackson Town to Tupelo See. I never could make it last <laughs> Spanish Moss or Civil War Ghost Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine It don't matter, east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens at rest This highway It does not know my name and I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another place and I got three good tires and a spare. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there.